Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 69 of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and it's a how-to this week. Kelvin has locked himself into a sealed room and brain dumped and this week it's all about getting trusted links coming up on Internet Marketing. Before I start off this week's episode of the Internet Marketing Podcast, I have a bit of a favour to ask. I'll give you a little bit more details about this at the end of the show. Um, But I've been working on a top secret project over the last couple of um, months and weeks and I'm looking for some volunteers of people who'd be able to give me some advice and feedback and generally give me their view on what they think of what I've been up to. Now, um, I can't reveal too much detail about this yet until a couple of weeks' time when we launch formally. Um, But in the meantime, I'd love a few people to volunteer and let me know uh, what they think. Now, if you've got a bit of time and you'd like to help us out on this front, I'd really appreciate it. Um, If you could drop me an email to kelvin, so that's K-E-L-V-I-N dot Newman at sitevisibility.com and put volunteer in the subject line and I'll get back to you with the details. Thanks. In our how-to sessions of the podcast, um, we really want to try and give you some actionable, hands-on things you can go out and do that will really help your marketing online. Um, In this week's episode, we're going to talk about getting trusted links. So in Google's eyes, they look at who is linking to your site, and that helps determine where you're ranking. So if you have trusted links, you will do better than someone who doesn't have trusted links. And Trust is kind of an ambiguous term, but it kind of means, um, you know, been around for a long period of time or lots of people linked to it and all that kind of thing. You're kind of familiar with the the concept of trust in SEO. Now, um, earlier this week on uh, Monday, I delivered a session at SMX Advanced London um, Search Marketing Expo talking about um, link building. And I was on a panel with a number of experts um, talking about link building outside the box. And the topic I covered, um, which I'm also going to touch on and talk about today, um, was 17 ways to get links from academic and government websites. Now, I'll start off by saying um, just because a website is on a .gov 
or a .gov.uk or on a .edu or a .ac.uk doesn't in its own right make that a trusted link or a trusted website. However, it's a really, really good shortcut. I know that 99% of the government sites in the UK are treated as trusted sites by Google. I know the same for the academic websites as well. So if you're, I've now been able to identify a group of people potentially who would, you know, you'd want to target as a link building in link building. And by narrowing that down, I'm able to think of tactics that will appeal uniquely to the people that are in those kind of organizations. So I'll start off with the academic ones because they're a little bit easier and then move on to some of the government ones, which are a little bit harder and there's less options there mainly because the government don't really seem to want to endorse commercial organisations in the same way as a university would. So my first tip is to advertise a job um, to get links from a university site. All the major universities have career services and career services job is to help the graduates and the current students of the university get paid work in the commercial marketplace. Now, it is in their interest to be linking to jobs that appear. So if you have a job which is at all applicable for graduates or students, you should be going to your local universities, contacting their careers department and getting listed. Now, it's really good because you get great applicants anyway. And we've got, you know, some of our best recruits we've taken on here at Site Visibility have been off the back of these kind of relationships with universities. Um, but it's good as well, because when you've got your description about your website, you can say, see more details on our website and you've got a link through there. Now, that's a perfect link. It's going to be on a page of content talking about your company. So it should contain most of your main keywords that you're after there as well. And it's going to be on a trusted website as well. So that's a quick and easy way. Um, next up is to sponsor an event at the university or taking place at the union and the like there. That could be maybe there's a um, you know ball going on and you could sponsor it. Or maybe it's a kind of jobs fair that's going on or something like that. There's hundreds of events that take place on a yearly basis at every university and there'll probably be two or three universities within a you know 50 60 miles of you so there's quite a lot of potential events there you can get involved with again with all this link building you're not going to want to do it just to get the link you're going to need to get some other benefit out of it as well but if you bear in mind the link you're going to get out of it it might make sense to spend the money in a way that you know otherwise you might be a bit reticent to spend some money sponsoring there as well Another option with universities is to participate in a scheme. Um, at Site Visibility, we've been quite heavily involved with um, Brighton University and their knowledge transfer <coughs> program that they have. And as part of this scheme, we've been very, very lucky. We've we've been able to get a member of uh, a student from the body there who is now a full-time member of staff here who is working with us on our knowledge transfer and you know best practice and going for various accreditations and the like there. Um, but the university, you know, part funded that with the government as well. And they also supported us in the process of going through that. So we benefited quite a lot from that as a business. But additionally, we're now a case study on, you know, the area of their site that talks about KTP. We're there, site visibility, with our, um, you know, examples of where we were involved with a link through to our website. So look at the various schemes that the university might be running and see if you can participate there. Um, another one, probably not a very serious one, but it is is potentially a way you can get links from um, academic websites is to get boycotted. Now, um, I went to Sussex University in Brighton, which has a reputation for banning just about everything. Um, so some of them are, you know, quite legitimate, like banning Nestle and, you know, and the like. Some are a little bit more ambiguous, like they ban the Daily Mail. I'm not a big fan of their editorial policy, but I think banning papers is 
not that um you know free speech and all that kind of thing is not probably one of the the best approaches to take as a liberal university there but you know all those people have been boycotted it's been mentioned on their site and if you kind of have been boycotted and you then you know respond to it no doubt you'll get links through off the back of that it's the kind of good old adage there's no such thing as bad publicity you know i wouldn't seek to be boycotted there but if you you know if you know that you're on the vote there that you might be boycotted worth kind of indulging that there to a certain extent another one that probably is a little bit more realistic is becoming a case study now most of the major universities have business studies classes of some shape or form or mbas or whatever it is that they do at their respective universities where they talk about business now one of our clients some of their best links they have to their site are off the back of the fact that they've been featured in a number of university case studies so they to, to bring the business courses to life they need to talk about real businesses and what they're doing now they really like to use case studies in this way so in the same way you might do a testimonial for a commercial site to get a link these case studies can be a great way of getting coverage on um, university websites particularly the business departments and having said that some of the business departments are some of the strongest areas of the site generally because they're you know business business schools are very clever at producing content online because they know that that's how they can attract people to their their courses so yeah think about becoming a case study volunteer for these kind of things they'd always love it so if you can say oh you know you've gone for a particular challenge or you're trying to solve a particular issue would you be interested in doing a case study on us i think most universities would bite your hands off there then going back to the career side of things you can give a careers talk um I know we've got one planned at Brighton University at the moment um, where my colleague Helen, who you've heard on the podcast before, no doubt, is going along to give a careers talk there. I've done, um, you know, similar in the past. And for any company, even if you're, so, say you're an agency and you're working on behalf of another company, you can arrange these kind of careers talks because there's a huge challenge out there for graduates at the moment in the UK, US, and I think probably around the rest of the world to get jobs at the moment. So they need all the help and support they can get. So if you can provide a two-hour talk on getting into your industry, not only are you going to potentially find some really good graduates off the back of that as well, that's going to be publicised and featured on the university website. And if it's publicising you, there's a very good chance you'll be able to get a link off the back of that as well. Now, um, you can often give the university some press, and this can work quite well. So... Every university has quite a substantial press team and department that deal with all the mentions of them in kind of newspapers and the like. So if they're producing scientific reports, they keep an eye on where they're being mentioned in the national press. They, you know, feature um, studies that they're doing being featured in Nature and all that kind of thing there. So um, if there's anything that you can do to promote these kind of things that their research departments are doing you'll probably get a link back from their press department. So to give you an example, a couple of years ago um, in Brighton, Brighton University had a guest lecturer coming in um, who'd written a book about why Google was making the world stupid, basically, because you could search and find for it. No one had to remember everything, and that made it stupid. Now, there were loads of opportunities for this speaker to kind of follow up and question them in advance of these kind of things. And the press department there were featuring the people who were mentioning them in advance. So again very good inventive way to get um, get links from academic websites and the other benefit is as well that that'll be adding really good content to your site that will appeal to your current audience um, number um, eight on my list of academic ways of getting links 
to become a guest lecturer. I've been fortunate enough, um, and I'm using site visibility a lot here as examples, mainly because sometimes it's a little bit awkward to talk about client case studies without revealing too much on the client's behalf. So apologies there on that side of thing. But we've used a lot of these tactics ourselves to try and do better in search results as well. Um, it's to become a guest lecturer. I was very, very lucky to be invited by a friend of mine to speak at the Institute of Development Studies at the University of Sussex about using Twitter as a marketing tool. Now, in any business sector, there's going to be potentially some areas you could become a guest lecturer in. Now, you know, in an ideal world, these opportunities would present themselves to you, but that's not always the way it will come about. So don't be afraid of volunteering for stuff. If, if I've learned one lesson in my life that you get a what you get a lot um, if you're prepared. To- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To um, put yourself forward and volunteer for things. So offer to become a guest lecturer at university because they'll probably you know, take you up on that. And then when they promote and feature that event on their website, in their events area of their, you know, of their intranet, that will involve links back to your site. Now, another thing to do is we always recommend when doing link building to consider doing some blogger outreach of some shape or form, whereby you build relationships and share content and collaborate with bloggers in, in, in your industry and sector. There are, and there will be, academic bloggers. So people who are writing on areas of the university website, um, they are academics studying your area of business who are going to be covering you. Now, you'll need to take a very similar approach to how you would with normal blogger outreach. So not just fly by and sending them an email about spending any time to research their site. Read it and actually understand what it's about. Also, um, you need to... Um, contact them on the right terms. So once you've spent a couple of weeks reading their content, don't then send them a very stilted business language letter if they blog very informally. But similarly, if they're very professional in the way that they write, you can't get away with a kind of text speak letter to them as well. And then just kind of act like a real person. Consider using the phone. And that's one of the top tips I can give you in any type of link building is 
Most people are suspicious of email and get too much of it. Phone calls, if you can actually have a conversation with someone, they might be a lot more likely to follow up on your request because they've built a connection with you off the back of that as well. And then my final tip for getting links from academic.edu's or .ac.uk um, websites in the UK and States, and this would apply wherever you are in the world, is to offer a student or staff discount. Um, very often union websites, which aren't always hosted on the .ac.uk, but many are, will list the companies and organisations which provide a discount to their members. Now, um, you know, this will only work if you're the kind of company that sells potentially sell to students. So like for site visibility, that wouldn't be relevant. There's not many students who need search marketing strategies or need a pay-per-click campaign set up or need to do some social media marketing. But if you're a shop, if you're a you know, hotel, hotels are a great one actually because um, quite often universities will list hotels that visitors can come and stay in there if they're attending a conference or they're coming on an open day. You know, all of these things, if you offer a discount, they'll then link through to you. So that's the university side of things. Now to move on to some of the government sites. First one's a bit of a joke, but it will work. And that is stand for Parliament. Um, in the UK, one, I've, when putting together this presentation for SMX, I um, spent some time looking at, uh, looking at government websites and looking out to the sites they linked to and looked at a number of different sites. One thing that was interesting was that a lot of them linked out to... Um, political parties because when listing the people who were standing for election they would list their website now um the general election has just gone by in the uk um and you know there might not be an opportunity to stand for parliament anytime soon but um there are opportunities there if you're so inclined to use that as part of the bigger campaign that you're doing that maybe you could stand for parliament and you'd be able to get a few links off the back of that um also there's a lot of local business directories on government websites that people don't necessarily realise are there. Now, I won't go into the details of the ones that I know about in the UK because I don't want them to get inundated with websites. But have a look for business directories on um, government websites. Now, a top tip here that I've not included but you can do is you go into Google and hit write site, so S-I-T-E colon, .ac.uk you would only get websites that are on academic sites so if you did the same for site colon.gov.uk and then put in space business directory that would show you business directories which are only on UK government websites and you can do that in lots of inventive ways once you know that you can restrict the search results just to certain types of websites um, when again when I was looking at the outbound links from government websites there were a lot where small local events were listed. So lots of government websites have event diaries. So potentially, now this isn't one that we've done, but I know that um, Site of Visibility were involved with the Brighton SEO meetups where we get lots of people together from across the area to talk about SEO. We put those events on. doesn't really cost us much more than a few quid to hire a room for a couple of hours, maybe put a little bit of money behind the bar. Not that expensive. Now, if you could do similar kind of events like this that appeal to the general community, um, you definitely get links off the back of that as well. The next um, sort of three are all very similar. So that's about setting up separate websites. Now, what I'll say here is that in link building, in an ideal world, you're always building links to your own website. But in some situations, you might need to 
create new websites and build links to that, which in turn link to you. Now, in most situations, people make the mistake where they have too many websites. So they have one for information, one for e-commerce, one that's very not very different at all that they've got. So for most people, I recommend only have one website. That's the best way to do in your SEO. But once you get to a certain scale and your site is so commercial in focus, it might be difficult to build links to that site. In some circumstances, I would then suggest these tactics where you build satellite sites. But just to say in general, you're probably better off with one site rather than two or three, but these are slightly different. So you could set up a charity website. Now, we've talked a lot on the podcast in the past, particularly a couple of years ago, about CSR and you know corporate social responsibility. Now, I think it's a commitment of any organisation this day and age to try and be as sustainable as possible and give as much back to the community as they can. Now, if you're already doing that, there's an argument that perhaps you should set up a foundation or charity that's somewhat separate to your business. Now, if you're considering doing that for general marketing reasons, you can benefit for that, from that from a link building perspective. So government sites will link out to local charities. So if you're doing it for all the right reasons anyway, consider approaching government sites about linking to that charity. And of course, on your charity website, you're going to mention yourself and link back to you. So you will benefit by that one step removed there because you're only as good as your best link. So if you can improve the quality of the people linking to you, you will indirectly benefit from that. It's the same for a community website. So you'll find, uh, say you're in you know, Inverness, so it's inverness.gov.uk. They will link to inverness.co.uk, which is the website about the local community that has events that are going on, has a forum, has a classified section. So if it's suitable and it won't work for everyone, consider setting up a community website that would work in the same way there. And finally, a job website. Now, one of the few commercial websites that governments ever, government websites ever link out to is job websites. Now, I'm very fortunate that at Site and Visibility, we've worked on a lot of job boards, which means we've been able to get a lot of government links um, because they like to link out to job boards. But if there isn't a specialist job board for your sector or industry, consider setting one up because you'll benefit from that anyway. Um, but if you're thinking about doing that, you'll be able to get links to it from a government site. And now my final tip from gov to get links from government sites is to consider starting a campaign of some shape or form. Now, this could be something political, um, but bear in mind if it's political, you know, sometimes government websites want to seem a little bit apolitical, so they might not want to get behind that. But if it's something that's very positive, so it's, um, you know, you want to start a campaign to um, improve, you know, the, you know, the state of littering in a particular town centre and you get behind that, you set up that campaign to stop littering in Brighton town centre or, or whatever it is that you're doing. Campaigns can be a great way to get attention on this. So for a lot of these tactics involves doing additional work that isn't really traditional link building. But if you're considering doing these anyway for a branding or a kind of perception, um, you know, based marketing, um, you can definitely get link building methods, um, benefit from them. So what I would suggest is don't do these if it doesn't make any sense otherwise. But if it does, and they've already been kind of on your to-do list loitering around at the bottom there, but you've been scared because you're not sure whether you'll get the return on investment, understanding and appreciating that this will be able to deliver links to your website will hopefully give you that little nudge that you need to get started on it.
Now, in terms of a bit of news for you guys, um, I've been working on a bit of a top secret project over the last couple of weeks that I can't tell you too much about at the moment, but we'll reveal in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but as part of this project, I need a few willing volunteers um, to offer their feedback and the like. I can't tell you too much more without giving away the secret. Um, but what I would say is if you've got a little bit of time on your hands and would really like to help us out on the podcast because you enjoy the show, um, can you drop me an email um, to Kelvin, so that's K-E-L-B-I-N dot Newman, so that's N-E-W-M-A-N at sitevisibility.com. So that's site spelled S-I-T-E. Um, so that's Kelvin dot Newman at sitevisibility.com. And if you could put in the subject line volunteer, I'll send you back the top secret projects that I'm working on and ask a little bit on your feedback there. That'd be absolutely brilliant if you could help me out on that. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. <laughs>